Episode 34 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer. You can find me on Twitter at dreamsweetslove, and here is the ever-dapper Chris. Chris, what's going on? <laughs> Ever dapper. I like that. You're pretty dapper, quite frankly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And <laughs> especially especially with my brand new Tokyo Disney Sea t shirt. Did you see the photo I posted? I saw it. it. I saw it. I, I was like, ah, I almost bought it too. It's so funny. <laughs> we should I have am, been matching. <laughs> I am so happy that they finally have shirts that say like Tokyo Disney Sea on it in big letters. You know what's so funny? What's that? Um, I have a lady that I tutor, um, and she uh, came to the tutoring session, and she was wearing a shirt that said Tokyo Disneyland on it, kind of like the shirts that they're selling now. And I'm like, oh, where'd you get that shirt? I haven't seen that. And she's like, oh, it's from like years and years and years ago. So apparently they also used to sell it like like a long, like maybe like 10 years ago or so. Oh, wow. That's cool. I know. Isn't that neat? And, and so it's kind of like a throwback, I guess. Like it was really similar. And I'm like, that's so neat. So yeah. Hmm. Check it out, guys. There's new merch. There was also um, this uh, backpack, which looks really cool. I saw pictures of that. You saw it, right? It looked really cool. I think I might, Love I might it. have to buy it. <laughs> I think it would suit you. I don't know, but it's kind of dark for you. I, I feel like you're you're like a lighter, yeah, that's true, human being. You know? <laughs> a lighter human being. <laughs> no, like like happy. It looks kind of dark, you know. Yeah, that's true. But it looks cool, so I think you can pull it off. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. All right. So, as Patricia already said, I'm Chris, uh, the one of the other hosts of TDR now, and I'm the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And besides showing off my brand new Tokyo Disney Sea t-shirt, I'm also the person who is always eating the seasonal offerings at the parks. So if you see me there, I'm probably eating because that's usually what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> like, okay, people like he's not always eating. Don't like, I feel like people must have the image of you just like shoving food in your mouth. Well... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's not, <laughs> you know. I always get kind of worried. I'm like, do people think that, like, you know? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> You're just like, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm like, I'm like portraying this image that I'm always having like a turkey leg in one hand and like alien mochi in the other. Like, that's, that's what I'm what doing. I'm You're just like throwing it, throwing it in your mouth. He's, I think, he samples the food. He samples it. That's a better way to put it. Okay, I will. I will go with that from now on. I'm sampling all the seasonal offerings, not not eating. I'm just sampling them. And I feel like the the images you're like I'm I'm like Godzilla devouring well, everything. Well, sometimes ah, it depends, you know? I guess. 
<laughs> if it's like the right flavor of popcorn. Honey popcorn. Okay, you know. so what are we talking about today? So we have our news, as usual, our crowd forecast. I know you guys love that. So we're going to tell you how busy it's going to be. And we're going to continue our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And today we're going to talk about Tokyo Disneyland day plan. So we're going to tell you the things that you should do to enjoy one day at Tokyo Disneyland. So you can hit all the highlights. And we're going to head over to Shanghai Disneyland. And I'm going to briefly talk about my experience of booking Shanghai Disneyland. And then we have our park tip our listener question and we actually have a special segment our listener comment so you so you guys definitely want to listen to that and then we have uh our section on what we're going to talk about for the next episode patricia what do we got in the news this week some interesting stuff a lot of you were asking about the r2d2 bucket and guess what it's coming back so if you're in town you can pick it up i think on the 15th yeah it starts on april 15th there you go. Same day as the Disney Sea anniversary. So check it out. Go get your R2-D2 bucket. And um, in other news, Hong Kong. I know it's not Tokyo Disney Resort, but wait, wait for it. It's connected. Hong Kong is hinting that Gelatoni might be coming to their parks. And they have an Easter egg of Gelatoni uh, next to Duffy and Shelly Mae, their Easter eggs. So seems like they might be getting him soon, which is really, really awesome. And if they get him, I totally want to go. Um, and take pictures with him because we can't do that here yet. That's interesting. I What's wonder. Going on with that? I wonder yeah, if that is would, interesting. Like, if he shows up there, if they're going to put a meet and greet right away. Oh, I think so. I hope so. That's sneaky. <laughs> yeah, super if they do sneaky. That, that is. We don't know. He'll he'll sign because Duffy doesn't sign here. Oh. oh, that's so true. That's so true. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because he does his signature at the other parks. That is right. That is right. I knew that. I just, it's, it's, it's one of those things I just don't think about, I guess. Cause I'm just so used to Duffy here. <laughs> yeah. It's mysterious. Very. Well, you know, guys, that's, that's it for the news. You know, we'll have more news next week. I hope. Short, short and sweet. <laughs> that's how we like it. Yeah. So what's going on with the crowd forecast, Chris? Is it empty? Is it crowded? What's happening? Um, it's not going to be very busy at all. So we get all our crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp. So if you're planning your trip, make sure you check them out. And they also have the crowd forecast in English. So there's going to be no language issues whatsoever. So we're looking at the week of April 18th. The lowest times are at Tokyo Disneyland, and it's the lowest all month. And it's going to be a little bit busier at Disney Sea, and that's going to be because of the start of the 15th anniversary. Whenever there's a new event that starts up, the crowd's always a little bit higher because everyone wants to go there and try everything. Well, sorry, they want to sample all the food (laughs) (laughs) and watch the shows, buy all the merchandise, all that stuff. So that makes for the crowd or for the parks to be a little more crowded than usual. And then the weekends. For both parks, is around 85 out of 100, so that's pretty busy, but that's pretty standard as well for a weekend, so nothing new there. And I like to call this the real calm before the Golden Week storm, because oh my God. By, at the end of April, that's when Golden Week starts, and that's when it's going to be super, super busy at the parks. 
So this is a nice a nice little calm before that happens. <laughs> I am not looking forward to Golden Week. I usually avoid the parks when that happens. It's actually not that bad if you plan for it. If you plan for it, yes. Yeah. But I like to avoid it anyway, <laughs> if I can help it. It's a good idea. It's good. It's such good weather, though, you know? Yeah, that's true. It, it's finally warming up, and it's not too hot yet either, because by the time July rolls around, no one wants to be outside because it's too bloody hot. Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live all year anticipating summer. I'm so excited about well, I guess it. You're, I guess you're used to that that heat aren't you it's very comforting to me i just want to die (laughs) (laughs) i think that's most people (laughs) like i am not used to that type of heat like back home we have a very dry summer so even if it's 35 degrees out it doesn't feel that bad like you can go inside and have the have the ac running and it's it's not too bad and even if you're outside for a little Mm -hmm. bit it's it's not super humid so it's tolerable. Mm-hmm. But here, geez, I just want to like sit in an ice cold bath and not leave. That's what I want to <laughs> do in the summer. <laughs> I think I think out like going out and about like in the parks and stuff, it's not like in the local parks is not bad. The Disney parks because of the concrete, the same with like like the really um, like different areas in Tokyo. There's so much concrete that it makes it really uncomfortable. You know, you're getting, like, sun from the top, and it's getting reflected back at you from the ground. So if you can find, like, a nice grassy area or, like, an area by the bay with a nice breeze, then it's not so bad. Yeah, that's true. Especially, like, I find, well, at Disneyland, uh, you can kind of get cover in the uh, World Bazaar a little bit, like, from the sun. Yeah, but then, that's the only place. And then at Disney Sea, there's not a whole lot of places except for maybe going into Mermaid Lagoon. Oh, let me tell you about Mermaid Lagoon. Maybe they fixed it. Okay, I, you know, it might have been, they might have been like during that energy conservation time because Mermaid Lagoon for like a while. I don't know about this year. We'll see. It was like this humid, like hell. You know, it was, it's, it's like air, it's kind of air conditioned, but it's really humid and musty inside. So it's like really gross in Mermaid Lagoon. So they might've fixed it. I'm not sure what was going on with that, but yeah, World Bazaar, Mermaid Lagoon, Country Bear Jamboree is like one of the best places because they have good AC there, but it's the parks are hard for sure. Yeah. And that's why we have our water shows in the summer. That's right. We need it. Definitely need it. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move on to our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And we're talking about day plan for Tokyo Disneyland. So the whole point of this day plan is to experience the highlights of the park. So the attractions, shows, food, and the atmosphere. So of course, there's some stuff at Tokyo Disneyland that you can find at the other parks. So, you know, there there's certain things that you can easily skip or do it on a different day if you have time. So with this day plan, we're mainly focusing on things that are unique or really, really well done that you shouldn't miss regardless. And also some of the stuff you might think, oh, like, 
why am I doing that? And that is kind of, you know, to kind of offset the crowds because sometimes we don't know how the crowds are going to be at the park. So sometimes they're really high. So you kind of have to adjust accordingly. And Talking about adjusting accordingly, one of the best ways that you can kind of like set your day so that you can really take it easier later in the day is getting there at least an hour before park opening. You're thinking, oh, it's crazy. Why? We've talked about this a million times and I've said the the same thing a million times. So I'm sorry if I have. Um, get there an hour before your first two hours are so important. Um, don't walk in and be all googly eyed and go, oh my God, and take pictures of like the front decoration and when you're walking through and then in the world bazaar and then again at the next place. No, go straight, go find your map and go straight to your first fast pass. Okay. I know you're, you're thinking, oh, that's no fun. No, it's Okay. You can go reenact the entrance later in the day when you're not in a rush and you still have good sunlight and everything, maybe even better sunlight and less crowds, right? Go get your fast pass, ride your first attraction, do what you need to do in those first two hours and you're golden, okay? Whether it's an empty time or whether it's a busy time, it's so it'll make it so much easier for you in the long run for the rest of the day. Exactly. Like those those first two hours are so, so critical, like even on a at capacity day, even if you're like, as, like as long as you get there, as soon as the park is opened, you're going to be fine. It's pretty simple. So uh, Patricia was saying, grab a fast pass. Well, which fast pass should you grab? Our recommendation is grab a fast pass for Monsters Inc., which is in Tomorrowland. So as soon as the park opens, go through the World Bazaar. And then halfway through, you're going to turn right, and that's going to take you right into Tomorrowland, and you're going to hit Monsters, Inc. You cannot miss it. Get that fast pass because those usually run out first. Then, once you have your fast passes for that, go all the way to Fantasyland and get into standby for Pooh's Honey Hunt. And depending on the crowds, by then, the wait might be 10 minutes or it might be 30 minutes, but it's not going to be too bad as, uh, as, as, long as, you're, as long as you're quick. Then, once you're done on Pooh's Honey Hunt, and after you're done trying to get down from, from, your, from your high of riding Pooh's Honey Hunt, because it's awesome, get yourself some honey popcorn, because there's a honey popcorn stand <laughs> right beside there. And I'm really biased because I love honey popcorn. It's my favorite popcorn flavor, so... Everyone else has to try it. Okay? It is the best flavor. He's right. It is so good. I love it so much. <laughs> it smells so good. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. I could just... Oh, I want some now. <laughs> you could just like... <laughs> I can see you tilting the, 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 the little paper bucket into your mouth. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> I've totally done that. So what's after, what's after the popcorn? What do we do? So after you have the popcorn and you savor it and you lick the box clean. <laughs> oh my God. This is, just... a, this is a PG podcast, okay? Okay. And then head on over to Splash Mountain and get into the single rider line. And you're probably thinking, why? Well, let me tell you why. <laughs> this is the only attraction in Tokyo Disneyland that has a single rider line. So make use of that. And also... It is fun to listen to the characters speak Japanese. Yeah. And also, I think our theming is pretty good, too. We have a nice Splash Mountain. We really do. 
So that is why I'm telling you guys to do Splash Mountain. Our Splash Mountain is the only Splash Mountain where you can see Disney Sea. You know what? I'm usually too busy screaming <laughs> to notice, to, to, to kind of look anywhere because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Isn't it on the little, like on the little curves, like before you get to the big splash? Oh, is it? I don't know. I never look. I think so. I might be wrong. Hold on. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, so after after you ride Splash Mountain and you maybe see Disney Sea, I don't know. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone, someone should I go find out. I might be like hallucinating us. from too much honey popcorn. Maybe. Like sugar high. <laughs> oh, Disney Sea's everywhere. <laughs> oh, look, it's Disney Sea. <laughs> so then, after after you're done Splash Mountain, get a spot for the for the morning parade, and this is usually. The seasonal parade. So depending on the time of year you go, it could be Easter, and then there's Halloween, Christmas, all those parades. So there's going to be a parade in the morning. Let me just tell you that. There's going to be a parade in the morning. And since you're in Critter Country, get a spot in Western Land. And anywhere along there is fine. You're going to see the parade. And as long as you get it in Western Land, you're, there's usually a show stop. So you'll get to see the show stop in the parade. So that's great. While you have your spot for the parade, have someone else in your party, depending on how many people there are, go get fast passes for another attraction. So you can pick Big Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion, or Space Mountain. Uh, I guess it kind of depends on your on your preference. Some people don't want to do Space Mountain. Some people don't want to do Big Thunder. Some people want to do Haunted Mansion. The choice is up to you. Me personally, I would do Haunted Mansion because I love Haunted Mansion. Patricia, which one would you do? I would because Haunted Mansion. It depends on what time of the year. Usually, ah, it doesn't have a long wait. Yeah, that's so very it true. depends on the the crowd time, like the the ride wait times. Yeah, for me, I'm not a big fan of the, our Space Mountain here at Tokyo Disneyland, mainly because it doesn't have music, and I love having music in Space Mountain. So I usually skip the one here. Yeah, we don't have ghosts either. No, and then. Make sure you note the return time for your fast pass because this is very, very important. You have to arrive within your window. You can't be early and you cannot even be five minutes late. Otherwise, they will not take it. They started doing this about a year ago, I think it was, or just over a year ago, where they started getting really strict with the with the uh, return times. So make sure... You know exactly when you got to go back. Otherwise, you might be out of luck. Sorry. It would be so sad. It would be. So, yeah, don't miss your window. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> put it like put it in your reminder on your phone or whatever. Whatever you got to do to remember, do that. Okay, so by now, you're going to be hungry. And you're thinking, what should it's I funny. eat? They haven't eaten anything. <laughs> well, except for the honey popcorn. They're just like cracking the whip. It's like, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you don't so, need to eat. <laughs> so you guys can take a break at Queen of Hearts Banquet Hall. It is a nice restaurant. It's themed nicely to Alice in Wonderland. There's quite a bit of food options. You can get yourself a, a unbirthday cake if you want. Uh, they have really cute desserts that come with souvenir plates. And it's indoors. So if it's really hot outside or cold, you can protect yourself from the elements. Or if it's raining. So it's a really good place to relax, get out of the crowds. And the food is just really good. And they recently 
well, not really recently, like six months ago, they updated some of their menu items. So there's always a good reason to go to the Queen of Hearts Banquet Hall. Always. It's really fun, for sure. Um, if there's a long line. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes there's a long line. If there's a long line, um, give it a shot. See what the cast member says, because usually it's not as bad as what they say. If it's right at the entrance, you should be okay. You should still get through pretty quickly. If it's longer than that, you might want to look for like an alternative option. Uh, Chris, do you have like any alternates for them just in case? Hungry Bear Restaurant. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Curry rice, like Japanese curry, is probably really different um, from curry in your country. So it's a really interesting option. If you're not into spicy food, don't worry. Uh, Japanese curry actually tends to be sweet. So yeah, that's a really interesting option for them. And usually the line is not bad there. Uh, maybe also China Voyager. Is that what it's called? Yeah, China Voyager. China Voyager is also pretty good generally. Yeah, and it's more, well, it's Chinese food. <laughs> Japanese Chinese food, though. Yeah, Japanese Chinese food, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so the flavors are, are pretty different. So you might want to give that a try, too. That, and, and again, not they have a lot of seating, and um, the area is really well-themed. All the restaurants in general, are pretty well-themed. Country Bear Restaurant um, has some really interesting little rooms that you can dine in. There's, like, a little prison. There's, like, a little barber shop. You know, it's it's really fun. And then China Voyager, like, the theming. Like, if you're from Disney World, you might spot some Typhoon Lagoon references, so keep your eyes open. Um, there's a lot of really fun places to eat, but I think those three are, are some solid choices. Exactly. And as a third option... Wait, third? Fourth option. Fourth fourth option if you have people in your party who are not very adventurous in their eating because i know hungry bear restaurant like it's it's curry it's different and same with china voyager it's a little different uh you could you could head over to tomorrowland and they have burgers and fries there so there's there's always that if you if you need to do it and they're mickey shaped yeah they're cute there you go okay so once your bellies are nice and full of delicious Queen of Hearts food or curry or China Voyager noodles or a Mickey-shaped bun, whatever. (laughs) Um, Get a spot for the afternoon parade. And as of right now, it is the Happiness is Here parade. This obviously can change in the future, but for now, it's the Happiness is Here parade, which was the 30th anniversary parade of Tokyo Disneyland. I recommend getting a spot in Tomorrowland this time, since you got a spot for the other parade earlier in the day in, in Westernland. Just get one in Tomorrowland. It's a it's a nice area to get to get a spot in, and that's usually one one of the one of the last places to fill up for right. for spots. And, and what's good about this parade is since there's no show stops, you can sit anywhere. So if you see an empty spot, take it. You're good. And it's a fun parade and the songs get stuck in your head it's great also once you're done that i am sure you're probably still going to be hungry because i usually am um go and try those infamous green alien mochi because those are in tomorrowland they're really cute you guys they're delicious and or or and or try another popcorn flavor and i recommend the soy sauce soy sauce and butter i believe it is or is it just soy sauce? I can't remember now. It's soy sauce and butter. Soy sauce and butter. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> it is so salty. 
Yeah, yeah. It's basically, it's really interesting. It's like, it's, I guess, as close to Disneyland gets to like salt and butter. It's just like a little twist to it. It's, it's really nice. You can't go wrong. You know, it's not like a crazy flavor that's going to like startle you or anything. It's like a really solid, um, nice flavor. So give it a, you know, it's good. Oh, you can't drink at Disneyland. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) It would be good with beer. So it you, would be. That if you take it out of the park, you can drink <laughs> it in the picnic area with your popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can open up a, a chew high at, yeah. at, at the uh, picnic area. You can get it at, like Disneyland Hotel or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so after after you have that, um, usually around this time, this is probably when your fast pass for the attraction that you got early in the day is going to come up. So keep note of that. So you might be riding your attraction by then. But in the meantime, you can relax now. <laughs> you can finally relax. <sighs> you, can, you can head over to the shops in the World Bazaar and just browse around there. Like You can go to the... Um, to the, the Penny um, Arcade. Penny Arcade, the Emporium. There's so many shops there. You can just wander around. You can go to the shop where they have all the CDs or all the stationery, uh, all, the, all the smartphone cases and T-shirts. Yeah, and- no, wait... Oh, oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can do things like uh, you can go play those little games in Adventureland, the new games. Oh, yes. And some old games. You can do the shooting in the shooting gallery and maybe win a medal. Yeah, and that's in Westernland. Yeah. And for the carnival games in Adventureland, these are new. Um, and it's similar to the carnival game in Disney Sea. Where when you play, you can win either a pin, which which is only at that location. You can't buy it. You have to, I think you have to lose to get it. You have to lose. It's your consolation prize. Yeah. And if you win, you get a special pillow. So if you're a pin collector, there's kind of an incentive to lose, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is kind of strange. But And also they do um, special pins for rainy days. Yeah, that's right. It's really cute. So only on days that it's raining can you get this pin. How cool is that? That's pretty freaking cool if you ask me. It's like double consolation prize. It's raining and you lost, but you got a cool pin. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And also these carnival games do cost extra money. Just so How you know. How much are they now? Because they used to be 500 yen. Uh, I don't know the price off the top of my head, but I think it's five. Five or six hundred yen, something like it's that. It's got to be more than that because it was I like that years, years ago. I don't remember. I, I looked the other day, but I didn't take note of it. I'm betting you it's 700. Probably. At least. Somewhere around there. So after you've done all your shopping, losing at your games, uh, you can enjoy Pirates of the Caribbean. Why? Just so you can sit down. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, Pirates of the Caribbean rides. is nice here. Yeah, and other empty rides. You've got Pirates of the Caribbean. You've got um, Stitch, which is empty. If you, I mean, it's really cute. And they got like the little translator so you can hear, you can understand what they're saying. Another empty ride in that same little area is the train, right? And then yeah. you've also got uh, Country Bear Jamboree, which has seasonal shows. So you can check that out. So there's so much to do, you guys. There's so much to do. So much. Okay. Oh, we haven't said Jungle Cruise yet. No, we haven't. Ooh, should they go daytime or nighttime? 
Uh, I, uh, I would say it would depend on the wait time, I guess. Yeah, it's difficult. Hard to say. But, yeah, like, take note of the of the uh, wait time for Jungle Cruise. Because if you're in the area and it's rather low, like, I would say if it's at 30 minutes, that's pretty good. Any higher, mm, mm. kind of <laughs> depends. Kind of depends. But it's worth doing because it was refreshed over a year ago now. And we have some new elements in it. And I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't been on it yet. Yeah. It's fun. It's definitely fun. So, once you've done all that, you're going to be hungry again. Because I know I would be. Head over back to Critter Country and go to Grandma Sarah's. And get some nice hearty food in you. I'm so hungry just thinking about it. (laughs) As always. As always. I'm always hungry. Eat dinner, Chris. So Grandma Sarah's restaurant is basically inside Splash Mountain. And you're like eating inside this little burrow of Grandma Sarah's. And she does her homemade cooking. And it's just really good hearty food. And when I go, I usually get the special set. Which includes the entree, which is pretty big. And it comes with rice which is usually ketchup rice, and depending on the season, it's shaped differently. So for Easter, it's shaped like an like an Easter egg. In Halloween, I know they've done it with like to look like pumpkins. And the other seasons, I don't really remember. But, <laughs> and then they have a dessert and a drink, and it's delicious. And it's rather, it's a rather big portion for what you get. Then, once you're done... Eating at Grandma Sarah's, you're going to be really full and and you're going to think, oh, I don't want to go on any rides. I just want to relax. Perfect. Get a spot for the electrical parade and get this in the hub area, which is, you know, kind of um, in front of Cinderella's castle and wait for the electrical parade. And never fear if it is raining that day, they do cancel the electrical parade, but they do have a special rain time rainy time only parade that happens so not all is lost if it's raining out you have to see the electrical parade it's amazing it's awesome and this past summer they recently redid it so we have brand new floats that are beautiful and it's just oh i love it it's definitely one of the best nighttime shows at a disney park in my opinion i'm so sorry i've been zoned out i've been trying to find these stupid (laughs) <laughs> the price of the cushions. And you have to go to like... Like it's not under attractions. It's under shopping for some reason. And then they don't tell you how much it costs. After going through all the trouble of finding it. <laughs> Freaking Disney. That's and evil. they don't show it in the pictures either. They have like three different pictures. Are you on the English or Japanese website? The Jap- Does it say it in English? Well, I don't know. I haven't looked. I'm on the Japanese website. Oh, maybe they have it in English. Hold on. Okay, keep talking. (laughs) I've been busy giving people a day plan here, so. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot let this go now. Okay, I give up. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, okay. Those cushions are not that exciting. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So after you're done watching watching the electrical parade, you can go on Star Tours. Star Tours usually has a pretty low wait time. Sometimes it's walk on. Sometimes it's maybe 20 minutes, if that. And it's fun. Um, It's going to be the same as all the other ones in all the other parks. 
So there's so if you skip it, you're not really missing anything. But if the wait time is low, go for it. Then by that time, it's time to watch Once Upon a Time. Um, I know I forgot to mention this earlier in the day, but you can try for the lottery for Once Upon a Time and One Man's Dream. Uh, you can try for it at any time during the day, so it really doesn't matter, especially for Once Upon a Time, since they do... Usually there's two showings, one in the early evening and one in the later evening. I would try for the later the later show, because there's less people and there's more chance, a better chance of you winning, kind of. If you won the lottery for Once Upon a Time for the second showing, great. Go get your seat. Enjoy the show. If you didn't, you can still see it. There's plenty of space all around the castle. Um, it's really hard to get a bad spot unless there's someone really tall in front of you or you're standing right behind a tree, which I don't know why you would do. But it's a pretty easy to get a spot, especially if you are in the hub area. Really good spot. Once you're done with Once Upon a Time, do whatever you want after that. <laughs> because... Usually by this time, the park is getting pretty empty. People are going home, especially all the locals. Um, and the wait times drop significantly for the most part. Um, if like if if it's the middle of winter and it's cold out, I've seen attraction wait times get down to five minutes for everything. Like Monsters, Inc., Winnie the Pooh, all those rides, five-minute wait. You know what we What's should that? have mentioned? Like um, before it becomes dark, uh, like character greetings and stuff, right? So, like the characters start to go, they stop doing the greeting. I think around like five ish, mm-hmm. and um, the little uh, main street vehicles too, like the omnibus and stuff, also stop around like sunset right. close to that time. So, if you want to ride that, or if you want to meet characters, you should do that before evening time. So to watch. So out for I, that. yeah, I guess that would be kind of in the mid afternoon. When you're kind of relaxing, going through the World Bazaar and stuff like that. That is the perfect time to do that. Kind of going back to that really quickly about the character greetings. A lot of characters are in the front area by the gates. So there's some of them who are wandering around. Some of them have dedicated spots like Mickey, Minnie, I believe, and Donald and some of the other characters. They have like specific lines where you line up to get your photo with them. And then there's other characters that are just roaming around and it's pretty random so it's kind of hard to tell who's going to be where at what time but i've seen um i've seen pinocchio and geppetto i've seen cinderella and prince charming i've seen alice i've seen the mad hatter i've seen the mice from cinderella i've seen i don't know who else i've seen i've seen a lot of people out there so it kind of depends so it's kind of uh i guess luck of the draw for that for uh seeing characters yeah, you never know. You might see some really cool stuff like the characters riding the teacups or the merry-go-round yeah. too, if you're lucky. So keep your eyes open. So once you're at the end of the day and you're just going on all, all the different attractions, just pick your favorites and just go. Just go hard. And sometimes you can ride them multiple times. I know there's a few times where I've ridden Winnie the Pooh four times in a row because the wait time was five minutes and it was 9.30 and the park closes at 10. So we just went and went and went. So we just go on as many times as we could. It's so it fun. It's fun. I've only done that like on typhoon <laughs> days. I didn't know you could do that like on regular I days. I did it this past <laughs> January. And that was because it was rather cold. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. cold. So most people went home and 
we were we were there to the bitter end. Oh, <laughs> to wow. the bitter end. And then <laughs> after that, the park is going to be closing, but you can still get some really good pictures before you leave for the day. Yeah, that's a really fun time to take pictures. Mm-hmm. There's less people. The everything's lit up. It's a really it's a really good time to get photos. And then Ooh. that's it. You've conquered Tokyo Disneyland in one day. One day. Congratulations. Yay. And Yay. then you can go back the next day and do it all over again. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you want to. Oh my gosh. If you want if to. If you want to. Which you probably mm-hmm. might. Okay. And guys, don't worry. If you didn't get all that, we're going to have this up on the website shortly after this episode comes out. So don't worry. We got you covered. <laughs> okay. So now that we told people how to conquer Tokyo Disneyland... Oh What's my gosh. that? Chris, Chris, how do we how do we conquer Shanghai? We conquer it? Well, first we gotta get there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so how do we get there? <laughs> as most people, or some people I guess I should say, may know I was lucky enough to be able to book Shanghai Disneyland for the grand opening, which is on June sixteenth. And let me tell you, that was an adventure and a half trying to book that. That whole thing. What happened? So, uh, Shanghai Disneyland Resort opened up their bookings uh, for the grand opening, uh, which is on June 16th. And as soon as the bookings opened, it was it it opened at midnight Shanghai time, which was 1 a.m. Tokyo time, and then whatever other time it was in other places in the world. As soon as it opened... Everything just kind of, I guess, crashed or just didn't work properly. So oh, no. when I was when I was trying to book my park ticket, because I wanted to get the park ticket first, because I thought, well, okay, if I don't get the hotel, then at least I have the park tickets and yeah. I can still go. So that I wanted sense. to get a park t- park ticket first. So I was on the website and I went to the English portion because I don't read any Chinese. I just, I, I, I only read Japanese. <laughs> and I went to the English, clicked on it, and everything was in Chinese. And I was thinking, what's going on? I clicked on English and I was looking at the, at the address bar. It said English, but clearly everything on the page was in Chinese. So I had to use Google Translate to kind of figure out what was going on. And I I went and inputted my like all my dates and how many tickets I wanted, and it kept kicking me into a queue. No. And it kept saying that there was a twenty five minute wait, thirty minute wait, whatever. But then it would kick me out of the queue and just kick me back to the main part of the website. So I was like, well, "What's going on? I don't under I don't quite understand." Yeah. So I tried again, same thing, and there's a bunch of my other friends who were do, uh, trying to book tickets as well, and the exact same thing was happening to them. I think one friend got through right away, but I think they just got lucky. So I couldn't get tickets right away, so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to try the hotel. Tried the hotel, same thing. Everything that was supposed to be in English was in Chinese. And I couldn't book anything. It said I, was, I had I was in a queue, and it kept kicking me out. So I said, you know what? 
forget it. It's two in the morning. I have to work in the morning as well. And this is not working. So I'm going to let it figure itself out. Because if I can't book it, I'm sure there's tons of other people that can't either. So I went to sleep and I woke up about three hours later. And I was able to book everything within five minutes. Oh, thank goodness. Great. So it, so it figured itself out, which is really nice. So I was able to get uh, a Garden View Hotel room at the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel, which is really exciting. Oh, I, I get can't to stay, wait to see all your I get pictures. To stay, I get to stay at the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. And this didn't occur to me until later, but we're going to be the first guests in that room because we're there on the grand opening day. Oh, exciting. So that is really, really cool. Uh, I got it for three nights. Mm-hmm. And the total for the three nights was 1400 US dollars. Okay, that's not, you know, that's, is, that's oh, for like a Disneyland hotel. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a little pricey, but yeah, uh, it's for a Disneyland hotel. Right. And there is, there's four of us staying, so it's, it's all split up evenly between four people. So it's not that bad. Oh, great, great. And then I got, um, a two-day park ticket followed by a one-day park ticket because you can only buy up to a maximum of two days for a park ticket at a time. Oh, interesting. So I got a two-day park ticket, which worked out to be 145 US dollars. And then I bought a one-day park ticket, which worked out to be 76 US dollars. And... Being a guest at the hotel, I am guaranteed admission. So even if I didn't buy the tickets, I could still buy them when I got to the hotel. But I don't need to do that because I booked it all already. Right. So. I was wondering if it was like that, that system or not when you had mentioned that before. Because I know for here, if you if you have the hotel room, you can get tickets, right? Yeah, that's true. So it's the same. I didn't know this, but I didn't know that the U.S. doesn't do that. I didn't realize that. When is the U.S. capacity, though? Christmas? Even at Christmas, you can get into, like, another park or something. Yeah, that's true. I guess there's more parks to choose from. But Mm -hmm. I guess it's one of those things I just took for granted here in in Tokyo. Like, if you're staying at the official hotels, you're guaranteed admission. So I just kind of, I guess, assumed it was the same at all the other parks as well. But I was wrong. (laughs) No, because I think they have to do that here because people get... I think pretty upset if they're paying for, and especially the hotel hotels here are pretty expensive. They're paying for the hotel and they can't get into the parks. You know, at the yeah, states, that's... there's always another park that you can go to, so it's not is not as big of like a of like a deal. And then California's yeah. is more like a locals park, and I don't think yeah. they hit capacity as much as we do either. No, I think I think Tokyo is probably the we're the ones that hit capacity more often than not. Right. So I think that's they have to do it. You know. Yeah. And then, um, how am I getting to Shanghai? Well, thankfully, Shanghai is rather close to Tokyo, flight-wise. It's only about a two-and-a-half-hour flight, which is really nice. And I was able to snag a ANA flight um, from Narita to Pudong Airport. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And I got a round-trip ticket for 326 U.S. dollars. Which is pretty good. Oh, that's nice. And it's and it's A and A, so I know it's going to be good. Fantastic. 
And I haven't looked this up yet, but I need to. I want to see if I'm going to get one of the special planes. I don't know if I will. You might. I, you I might, need to look. right? Because it's it's in time for the for the grand opening, so you might get a special plane. Ooh, that'd be fun. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yay! But after all that, I got it booked. I'm going to be there for the grand opening, and definitely when I'm back, I'm going to have lots to talk about, lots and lots to talk about. And I'm super, yes. I'm super excited to try everything i guess yeah you have to (laughs) um i don't know if everything's going to be open for the grand opening because i keep hearing rumors that some stuff is not going to be open for the grand opening which i can understand stuff doesn't always go as planned so i guess we will wait and see but i really hope that that tron roller coaster is open because if it's not i'm going to be devastated (laughs) I think that that has to be open because yeah, that's I like one so. of the main draws, you know. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm probably gonna ride that a million times. You have to, and you have to report back. Well, I definitely will. Don't worry, we will talk about it a lot, and I'll have tons of video. I'll have photos. Maybe I'll even do like a special like podcast when I'm there. I'll just you talk have about to. Stuff. Yeah, do it, do it. It'll be super fun. Record some of the music. <laughs> We want to hear everything, the (laughs) ambiance. It's going to be fantastic. I'm super excited for this. Oh, and as a side note, I guess, in order to visit mainland China, I have to apply for a tourist visa. So Mm -hmm. uh, you can't just show up and be expected to be led into the country. You have to do this all ahead of time. Well, yeah. (laughs) So I have to go to the Chinese embassy here in Tokyo and I have to give them... My flight itinerary, my hotel itinerary, I have to show my, my Canadian passport and also my resident card for Japan. And I have to pay, for me, because I'm a Canadian, it's only 4,000 yen. Mm-hmm. But I believe if you're an American in Japan, it's 12,000 yen. Oh. Which is, that's kind of crazy how expensive it is for Americans. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but that's just what it is. Yeah. Um, but there are other visas as well. Um, there is a transit visa, a, a 72 hour transit visa, and also I think a 96 hour transit visa. And for this one, you don't have to apply for it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But what this means is you have to prove to them that you're flying from point A to Shanghai, which is point B, and then you're flying to point C. So right, because it's, so it's, it's a transit like, visa. Yeah, so you're in transit. So um, for people listening, if you're going to Shanghai, but you're going from like wherever you are to Shanghai, then somewhere else that isn't going back to where you came from, so like maybe you're going to Tokyo or Hong Kong or somewhere, then you don't have to apply ahead of time for a visa. But if you're doing anything else, then you definitely have to. Um, we have links on the website that explain all these visa things and always check with your local Chinese embassy because they will have the most up-to-date information on that kind of stuff. So if you're going, make sure you get your visa ahead of time. And I think I think that's it for Shanghai for now. For now. Until for now. To be continued. To be continued when I get back. Okay, so park tip, Patricia. What do we got? Park tips. Okay, so same, you know what, even for when you go to Shanghai... My park tip is don't be afraid to try local flavors, okay? 
Um, and of course, that goes for our parks as well. Um, try some of those Japanese flavored uh, snacks. Like uh, you're always talking about the little green men snacks. Like they might look off-putting. They're green, but they're really, really yummy. So um, give it a try. Uh, you might be surprised with what you like, and and uh, maybe try some new flavors. Uh, be adventurous, and I think it can be really rewarding. Try that shoyu butter. Popcorn, the soy sauce butter popcorn. Try um, Japanese curry. Try uh, if you haven't tried sushi. Try sushi. Try you know everything. Give give a whole bunch of different things a try. If you see something you don't know what it is, try it because maybe you'll love it. All right, and and that's it's a really short park tip, but that's my park tip for this week. <laughs> Always about the food. Always about the food. Yeah, have you noticed that we got to stop that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we make everyone hungry. When they're Probably. listening to the podcast. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Try try the curry. Try sushi. Try try all that stuff. It's delicious. Trust me. You'll love it. All right. So, now we got our listener question. This week, uh, this is a email email question. It says, I had assumed a weekday would be the best day to avoid heavy crowds. But after looking at the crowd calendar, Sunday, May 29th in particular has only a 48 expected crowd level, much lower than the following weekdays. Any idea why this is so low? Should I trust the calendar and plan on visiting this day? You know what it could be? What's that? It might be sports days. The school sports days. I just thought of it now because I've been thinking about that (laughs) since it was on the show notes. And I'm like, why? Okay, so what happens is... The kids have the sports festivals on the weekend and May. So they have it two two times a year. One is in um, right before summer and one is like in autumn time. And um, then they'll get a day off during the week, like Monday. So that might be why <clears throat> the Monday, excuse me, or the Tuesday, if they take like an extra day off or something, might be, um, it might be, uh, what's it called? more crowded because the kids will get that monday off it's like a substitute day ah that would make sense yeah i was like trying to think i've been trying to figure out like what yeah why that could be it it could be because of the sports festival so it would have like lots of kids and their parents that's very true and also we uh we were briefly talking about this before we started recording um it's also kind of a lull period for uh the easter event so around this time people start getting bored with the event so that could be another reason as well for the lower time and yes trust the crowd calendar um you could always go back and check because they're always updating it every day every day they they refresh refresh the calendar with a more up-to-date prediction so i would say it's 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 pretty safe to be visiting during that time you're going to be fine thank you so much for the question if you guys have any questions, make sure you send them to us at our email address, contact at tdrexplorer.com, and ask us whatever you want. We read all the questions, and we try to get them on the show so we can answer them for you guys. Gets us thinking. Gets us thinking. <laughs> we have a special, special segment here. Uh, we recently received a listener comment and it wasn't just an email, it wasn't just a tweet or a message on Facebook. It was an audio clip. 
and it comes from Chris, May, and Charlene. They've been listeners to our podcast since the beginning. They used us to plan their trip to Tokyo Disney Resort, and they left us this really, really nice message. Here it is. Hi, Chris and Trish. This is May. Chris. And Charlene. We're from Orange County, California, and we've been listening to you guys for quite some time now. Yep, since the beginning. And we wanted to say thank you so much for all of the information that you provided on your podcast, uh, your, your website. Blog. Yeah, their TDR website as well. Uh, it actually inspired us to start planning our trip here. We actually just got here and uh, we're planning a four day Disney magical adventure. And we're so excited. So we, we just wanted to say thank you so much because Big if it you. wasn't for you guys, um, we wouldn't actually start planning all, all of it. We wouldn't know anything from transportation, tickets, and all of the, the, the hotels, tips. Yeah, the yeah. hotels, the tips to actually do in the park, the fast passes. So hopefully when we put it all together, it'll actually uh, go well. <laughs> yep. So big thanks and keep doing what you guys have been doing. You guys have been wonderful. We've been uh, we've been big fans of you guys ever since the beginning. So we've been following you from the from the start. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chris, May, and Charlene. I hope you guys had a fantastic time at the at the parks. If any of you have comments that you want to give us, send them to us in audio format, and maybe we'll get you on the show. Or send us your your park questions in the form of audio will get you on the show get creative <laughs> we want to we hear your that. voices you always get to hear our voices so we want to hear yours yeah that is so cool that is so cool and chris may and charlene that really did make my day when i opened up the email and i heard that message it was it was it was a really nice surprise it really was and thank you so much for that i really appreciate it <laughs> you know like sometimes you know you're, you're talking into like the into the, the void air, the void yeah, and too. it's it's really cool that there's actually people listening <laughs> you know yeah, we're not just always... talking to ourselves <laughs> talking about food talking about <laughs> whatever yeah it's it's always nice it is really kind of you guys so thank you thank you thank you so much and and feel free to send more <laughs> anytime <laughs> so i think that does it for this episode for the next episode we're going to continue our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And this time, we're going to talk about, can you guess, food. Oh my gosh, again? But, <laughs> but, but particularly, popcorn and the buckets. So oh, we're going to tell you which flavors you should have, uh, where to get certain flavors, talking about the buckets, and which lines are shorter at different uh, popcorn popping wagons i can't think of the word <laughs> where you can see disneyland cats while you get your popcorn exactly so we're going to give you <laughs> everything you need to know about popcorn because popcorn is life is life at tokyo disney resort trust me <laughs> trust me on that one okay and then we're going to give our year of wishes trip report so we're going to let you know what we thought of the the whole 15th anniversary at tokyo disney sea it's going to be a lot of fun. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. 
Make sure you rate us on iTunes and Stitcher so other people can find us and plan their trip to Japan and also to Tokyo Disney Resort. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. And if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, uh, my handle is at Lover. And I'm always on there trying different food. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And Patricia, where can everyone find you? You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, And shoot me a message if you want to talk anytime. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Or check a picture or something. But um, you guys, thanks for everything that you do, for all your messages. Um, your questions and your comments and for listening every week and for checking the website and um, we hope to keep providing you with more content and uh, keep exploring the parks okay all right see you guys later bye bye